0: So the houses might be a bit stressful in 2020 with the kids. Things are very emotional and we are like, woohoo, 2021, it's going to be so much better for parenting, but it has still been rough. I know it. I feel you. I know what you're going through because so many women are. You are not alone. I have really good news. Today, we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence, and this is kind of a secret weapon. It's actually, um, I hate to say it that way, but it's something that if you can harness it, it is incredible and it's not hard. It's so easy. I know we don't want another thing to do. So no worries. I got you. It's something so simple. It's just a different way to approach your child. That way you can teach them how to manage, use, um, and kind of experience their emotions in more positive ways, meaning less stress in the house, less yelling, more connecting, more love, more Islamic attitudes, all that good stuff that I know we all want. Cannot wait to get into it, into the podcast. Let's do it. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast, where we are coming to you twice a week. And one of the big things I want you to know, if you haven't already caught our mission and vision here, it's kind of to help modern Muslimas to better, you know, thrive and live a more mindful life and also connect and thrive with other women. We really want women to feel like there's an entire village again, embracing them, supporting them, motivating them through all the struggles of life. And one thing I'm really excited about, is that in the time that's creeping up on us really fast Ramadan there's gonna be so much good that's going on right we have book club about to start we have subhanallah um, a lot of giveaways and a lot of challenges that are just gonna like take you off that like want want that, that you maybe you've kind of like come away from Allah things have gotten difficult things have gotten stressed out and we're gonna connect again for the sake of Allah and a lot of you guys know that in Ramadan we do an entire uh, Ramadan experience where we have women um, go through our entire program and just if you've ever struggled. with Ramadan and not been able to do it on your own and feel like every Ramadan starts off exciting but ends as a disappointment you never quite transform as a person the way you hear everybody's supposed to we help you do that and that's something that we do by that beautiful community support and kind of moving you with very intentional um, experiences to make sure that you're able to get closer to Allah and transform to the better version of yourself, which we know so many women are struggling with. So we're really excited about all that stuff, about to come down the pipeway. And you're going to see over um, Instagram, I'm going to be doing like a lot of small snippets of information and videos in ways that I've never done before. I really, really want to give you some power-packed information on how to better yourself, your life, and your family. All right. So today we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence. I'm excited. I'm kind of really pumped to talk about this topic because it is going to be a lifesaver for parents. First of all, not only is it a cornerstone of great Islamic Muslim, you know, Muslim parenting, but it's also a sunnah of the Prophet, peace be upon him. It's exactly his approach with kids. And you know, it's funny, we hear these buzzwords floating around nowadays about, you know, oh, you should have mindfulness and emotional intelligence. But so much of this was exactly how the prophet, peace be upon him, lived, taught us to live. And he's just an amazing example of peace be upon him. So we're going to be taking that example, bringing it into our lives in 2021 so we can have a way easier time with our children, connect with them, have all that love and, and experience that we wanted. That's why we had them before things got a little bit crazy, right? And 2020, things have been crazy for parents. It has not been easy because we want to connect with our kids, and, and but yet there's these stresses of all this pandemic, you know, that's going on. And so we're stuck in the houses. The kids are are not able to communicate and socialize with other kids. It's stressful for them. So then they in turn stress us out and we're overwhelmed. The, the future is uncertain. And there's so much going on with us, many of us emotionally. I've talked to so many of you. And so I want us to understand that helping our children have better emotional intelligence will help us all in the end as a family kind of gel and get together and, and have less stress, more peace in the house. And there's a Bonus um, kind of thing to this as well. It's not just going to help you now. It's actually going to teach your child long term how to communicate better, how to how to soothe themselves anytime they're going through something very emotional, how to overcome um, challenges of all kinds in life that will come at them, and it will teach them how to behave this way with other human beings outside of your house, how to be better like emotionally and psychologically and relationship-wise with other children. And as they get older, you know, with other adults and then their spouses and their in-laws, it's like this lifelong baraka that kind of comes out of it. So very excited to talk about this today. So if you haven't caught it from what I've said so far, just if this is new to you, no worries. I got you. Emotional intelligence is the ability to understand, use, and manage your emotions in positive ways ways and that's something that many of us are struggling with because it's something no one has taught us in the same way our children have not been taught this as well and so what we really really need to do do is we need to understand that our children need to be taught this and I've talked before in other um, YouTube videos or podcasts about the fact that this is not something um, that's easy for children because their brains are underdeveloped and I say that um, with complete seriousness like it's psychologically physically they're not um, at a certain level your brain develops over time so a lot of times we want to reason with a toddler like that's just not gonna happen they don't have that cognitive ability yet it's not there and subhanallah that's why um, we have to have a bit more patience with them we have to almost become like a life coach so what I'm going to teach you today Is basically what we need to do in order to help our children develop emotional intelligence. And basically, over the next couple, I'm not going to do it so much here in the podcast. So I want you to follow me on Instagram because you're going to see that every day I'm going to release a bit of the puzzle. Now, the reason I'm doing it this way is I could sit here and give you a big podcast where I tell you how to do it all in one shot. And guess what's going to happen most of the time? A lot of people are going to go, wow, that's really great. That sounds really nice. And at the end of the day, um, they're not going to apply maybe even 5% of it. So I think. I think it's a lot better if i give you little snippets and it allows you to try it out with your child and then give some feedback and comments and we could all kind of share experience and then we'll try a little something else and that too and try a little something else so i think it'll be a lot better for us so i want to try that out as kind of like a new way to help us instill these sunnet type um, approaches into our life in very realistic small manageable sound bites all right Let's do it. Um, so today I'm just going to touch on, like I said, the introduction to it. And then you can follow me on Instagram and see how um, I unravel kind of the how-to of it. I'll give you some really real-life practical examples. Inshallah, But what I want you to know is that this is really important because it leads to a healthier adulthood overall. And I'll be teaching this, like I said, over the next couple months by using examples. So today let's use one example of the Prophet, peace be upon him. And how he showed us, um, or models for us, some of that emotional intelligence with children. And the Prophet Peace be upon him, he always showed, like I said, careful consideration to the feelings and psychological well-being of children. He would play with them. He would treat them kindly. He did not raise his voice. Now that's a really hard one for parents. Like, okay, how did he not raise his voice? He didn't use guilt trips. You know, all the things that I think we have learned in cultural baggage let's think about how our parents parented us. For a lot of us, it was a lot of, why can't you be like your brother? Why can't you be like your sister? You know, um, shame on you. You didn't get a 90 something on your exams. Shame on you. And it's a lot of things that the prophet, peace be upon him, said never to do. The shaming, the comparing siblings. I mean, our parents love us and they mean well, but they're just modeling for us the parenting skills that they got from the generation before them. So If we wanna have things a bit more Islamically focused, easier way, we could see that that didn't always work in positive outcomes for us. Yes, these things might've motivated us to be better because we feared our parents, but they didn't do it in a way that made us love ourselves and built our self-confidence and our self-love. And that's something like 90% of women that I talk to struggle with. So I wanna really talk about how we can build that up with children and kind of help them along at the same time. You can do both without like crushing their psyche and their ego. So, I'm going to give you an example. The Prophet peace be upon him, um he was coming across um a, a little boy and this is a very very famous story that he would visit and he and um this was narrated by Anas radhiyallahu uh, uh, anha and home. um allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with him the prophet peace be upon him would visit us he said i had a younger brother named abu amir who had a nughir, which is a kind of a bird uh, which he would play with his bird died and one day the prophet peace be upon him came to us and found him sad so that's the first thing i want you to pay attention to there's a child the child is upset about a bird now i want you to like it nowadays to a child who has a toy and the toy broke and the child's child's really upset. You're in the kitchen, you're cooking dinner. He's like, Mom, you know, my truck broke and something. And you're trying to manage dinner. Maybe you have a baby in the other arm. Maybe there's a crazy phone call that's coming and you kind of shoo the child away. Okay. 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 It's just a toy. We'll fix it later. And just think of our modern day kind of response and approach to children. And then I want you to instead watch how the prophet, peace be upon him, did it. He dropped everything. He just whatever he was doing. He, He didn't even give Attention to the adults in the room and think about it. He's a statesman. He's a prophet. You know, he's a man. It's like the president. You know, like obviously the president is not as great as the prophet, peace be upon him. But I just want you to put in your mind the importance of this person compared to the average person, right? So he's walking into a room and clearly there's adults who want his attention and they're like, oh, he's here, and uh, and he just leaves that and he sees the child sad and he gets on his knee. And he goes to the child, and he said, "Why is Abu Amir so sad?" And the people said, "His bird, with which he used to play, died." O Messenger of Allah. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, went to like turned to Abu Amir. So he made it known to everyone, "Look, he's sad." He knew, he knew he didn't really have to address everyone. He could just went straight to the child, but he wanted everybody's attention drawn to the child, how the child was upset, so that the child could feel like it really was important to everyone. And then he said, oh, Abu Umair, what did the Nugir do? And this is narrated by Bukhari and Muslim. So the Prophet peace be upon him was very compassionate in just recognizing and then addressing his issue. And so what I want us to take from just this part of the story is the fact that he didn't dismiss it as not a big deal. Oh, you'll get another bird. We can bury this one. It's not a big deal. No. Why are you sad? What's happening, Habibi? What's going on, my love? And this. So what we need to understand, what is emotional intelligence? And this is the biggest thing that was hard for me to get as a parent. Emotional intelligence is not teaching your child. This is not you helping them to solve their problem. It's giving them a safe space so that they can experience their emotions now. I want to say that again it is giving them a safe space so that they can experience their emotions the majority of us as adults have swatted our emotions away we have stuffed them into our chest i have to deal with it because i have to be a good wife you know i have to just put up with it oh i have to deal with it to make my parents proud oh i have to deal with it we just take those emotions that are really hurting us and we shove them into our chest and we leave them and we keep it moving right or maybe you can't to the point where it festers and it gets so big that you become depressed and now you can't get out of it. You know how many women talk to me all the time. I'm so sad. I'm so depressed. So I want us to understand that if we don't teach our children how to experience those emotions, acknowledge them and help them experience them, they're going to get stuffed down in their chest and there's going to have all types of negative ramifications that we, you and I, might not have realized that we have experienced ourselves. And so the way to approach a child, the first step, and this is all I'm kind of going to go into today, is empathy. Now, this is something that sounds easy enough, but in times of stress, it's hard. So what I encourage parents to do like a precursor to empathy is find time in your schedule to not be overwhelmed. Right now in COVID, one thing I want to explain to parents is you need to scale down and limit your expectations. I've done this for myself. It has been extremely difficult because I'm a kind of person, I'm um, very like, Usually, I don't want to say like efficient, but like I can get a lot done in a small amount of time. And I was trying in the beginning of COVID to carry along the same way I always have. But I slowly realized that there was so much emotion going on more than usual. Everybody's emotions were heightened. My children were very emotional because they wanted to go outside. They wanted to play. They wanted to see other children. They wanted to hug their grandma. They wanted to do many, many things that now they couldn't do. And these are very basic human needs of interaction that should never be taken away from a human being, and yet they were. And so what I want us to grasp from this is that this is a time where we are emotionally in a state we have never been before most more sensitive to certain things more overwhelmed by certain things and so keeping your schedule the same way as before and i don't mean just like changing what time you do things i mean changing our expectations for ourselves and for our children is really important and i didn't realize i think how important until i got a certain amount of months into covid and i went You know, see, that's one thing I want women to know that I teach all the time. And if you're a university student and you're still with us in the podcast, even though we're talking about kids or you're just um, a woman who doesn't have kids yet, you just want to learn or a person who is a mom already. Um, managing your time and 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 being sensitive to what's happening in your schedule, stopping and readjusting is really key. A lot of women ask, like, how do I get organized? How do I, you know, be productive? How do I do all this? And I'm going to be talking about that more and more and more, especially this year. But what I want you to understand is the really important thing to do is to be in tune daily with what is going on with your schedule and your life and stopping and pausing and reflecting. Now, the average person, myself used to be included, is I don't have time for that. Oh, I wish I could, but you don't know my life. Well, that is just not acceptable anymore, guys. I'm just going to be honest. We have to make the time or we're going to suffer like a lot of women are suffering. I get regular phone calls. You guys know I have phone calls regularly um, with women that call me up and they're constantly talking to me about their problems. And a lot of their problems really could be resolved if they would slow it down and focus on things that are going on with them and kind of make sure that they bring it back to you know, just centering themselves on what's going on in their life and their emotions. So this is my plea to all the parents to find a way when your child has an emotional problem, to stop things, get down on one knee and make eye contact. So that's the first thing, I'm cooking in the kitchen, watch me, I'm cooking, I'm cooking in the kitchen. And then all of a sudden my child comes, I need to physically turn my body and I need to come down on one knee like the prophet, peace be upon him. Look them in the eye and say, yes, my love or yes, honey, or yes, whatever their name, whatever you want to say. Terms of endearment are always better. The prophet, peace be upon him, used to use those. But yes, honey, what is what mommy's listening? Mommy's listening because most of the time we're not listening, guys. We have our phone up. We're not listening. We're tuned out. They feel it's, it is a horrible time for children in their defense because we are constantly bombarded with a lot of social experiences that are on devices and is taking us away from their attention. And they feel very scarred when they see us not paying attention to us. I don't think we realize the the psychological ramifications, it gives them the message that we don't care that they are not important enough. And that's why if you guys haven't already seen, I have a free um, download that I created for women because I want them to understand how to manage their child's device time, how to manage the way that they manage devices in the house for their children, for themselves. The devices are kind of limiting our social experiences and even though we think we're being more social, the human interaction is lacking and then we're having these horrible emotions. So just getting back to today. What I want us to learn is the first thing you need to do is to address your child and empathize with them, whatever their problem is. It seems like nothing to you compared to the world. Like, oh my gosh, his bandaid came off. Wow. Whoop-de-doo I'll just go get another one. No, we need to teach them that their feelings matter and stop swatting them away. So what I want us to do, and I'm not gonna be talking about what empathy looks like, what empathy doesn't look like, For the people who are listening right now and they're like, all right, listen, listen, that sounds really nice and nuanced and modern and no, 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 but that's just nonsense. Kids need to learn, we need to tell them this, we need to, you know, that whole like old school method of like, yeah, whatever. I just wanna tell you, how is that working for you? How is that working for your stress levels? When you think that, you know, you're the authoritarian figure in the house and your kids just need to do what you say and, and you know, be quiet until spoken to type of thing. Like, or okay, not that bad, sister, but still, you know, they're just kids. What do they know? Okay, I want to ask you, in terms of your life stress in your house with your children, how is that approach working for you? For the average parent, it's not, okay? They can talk that mess when, you know, they're talking about parenting. When you get into the, 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 the you know, the cut, like the actual like rough issues of parenting day-to-day life, those people are stressed out. They're not having an easy time with their kids. And I can tell you that for a fact because we're not addressing their emotional needs. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to give them empathy. It is actually powerful. Hugging your child and telling them, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Oh, mommy's here. So you're sad? I'm so sorry that you're sad. And like I said, I'll be giving more, you know, specific examples. But it's very powerful. And it's from the Sunnah. And in fact, let me tell you why it's so powerful. Um, What happens is empathy is is not just psychological, it's an actual physical event. Empathy is a physical event because it's it's controlled by something called insulin. So insulin connects the brain with the heart and the organs and the skin. Isn't that crazy, right? So when our heart leaps or our stomach churns or our skin crawls those feelings that you had before the insulin is sending us a message so this empathy is addressing not just their psychological emotional needs but it's actually a physical experience when they feel that someone has addressed their needs and acknowledged them and the prophet peace be upon him like he said he used to do this and he never treated them like they were less than adults so what i want us just to get out of today's podcast is one Us ignoring our child's emotional needs is going to cause us a lot of trouble in the house. It's probably the root cause of so many things you have no idea between fights, between siblings, between your disconnect with your child, between your stress, between the yelling, between the anger, between the kids not listening to you. So much of it can be healed and addressed by doing this Process of empathy and emotional intelligence and connection. And so, what I want you to to understand in summarizing of today is that this is extremely important. It was the son of the Prophet, peace be upon him. It's something he did. He always addressed their emotional and psychological needs. This is often not being done present day. We're taught that kids should just like listen to what we say and keep it moving. And that is why our parenting is struggling. And that's why it doesn't look like a Muslim, quote unquote, household of love and peace and happiness. It doesn't. And so, what I want us to walk away with the first step of today is that we have to acknowledge and help them experience their emotions so that they can feel safe. Now, let me just give you one last example of this. Um, When a lot of people call me up and they have phone calls with me and they want to tell me about their life problems, I'm doing the same thing for them that I'm telling you as a parent to do for your child. They want someone to hear them. They want someone to acknowledge their pain and they want some really good advice. Now, the thing with children is they're not ready for the advice yet until they can feel safe. The reason, let's say a woman might call me and I've heard this many times from them. So I'm just trying to explain the, the connection is that they say, I feel safe with you. I feel you won't judge me. I feel like I can open up about this. I haven't told anyone else. And so That feeling is what we're trying to give their kids, our kids. We're trying to tell them that you can talk to mommy about that thing that makes you really sad. You can talk to mommy about that thing that you feel really scared about. And mommy's here to help you feel those feelings, not push them away. Mommy wants you to feel them and experience them. Now you've heard me say feel and experience it multiple times. So let me explain to you why. If we don't feel and if we don't experience They get stuffed in our chest, like I said, and they fester. But when you feel and experience emotions and you acknowledge them, they leave you that's the way to get rid of the depression. That's the way to get rid of the, I mean, obviously there might be other things in your life you have to address that is the root cause of the depression, but those overwhelming feelings of anxiety, sadness, and stress. Now, a lot of you guys are with me in my emotions course that I'm doing with women, and we do even deeper work where we go oops, Excuse me, step by step by step into many emotions that you're experiencing and very specific life exercises of anger, how to deal with anger, if that's something you've been battling with, or stress or whatever. We and we have to a lot of times in the first module or two build women up and connecting back with themselves, connecting them with Allah, teaching them how to um, to gain self-love and self-confidence again, because these things were stripped down by not being acknowledged emotionally through their childhood. I'm telling you, these are things that are so easily repairable, but we just, we have the wrong approach or we just don't know what to do. So very excited today that I get introduce that to you. That is something that the Prophet Peace upon him mm-hmm. used. If you continue to follow me in different places all over my platforms, I encourage you to, especially um, within the month of what is it now, February into March. And if you're hearing this like after February, March, no worries. You can always go back and see other things that I've done, especially on Instagram, where I'm going to put a lot of little mini snippets. But overall, definitely feel free to connect with me at any time. Private message me. You guys know I'm on multiple platforms. Wherever you feel comfortable that that is for you, I'll put those things in the and the notes, but I want you to feel and understand that the root of what we, of the, of the problem is this lack of connection and empathy and emotional intelligence. And if we teach this to our children, they will just be beautiful, amazing Muslim adults like we want them to be. And in the process, we will have a less stressful time with our kids, more connection, less yelling, less feeling of like, oh, I can't handle another day. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us, help us to parent closer to the way the Prophet peace be upon him parented, to treat children with all rights the way that he did, and to help us to find ease and peace within ourselves in the entire process so that we could be pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, um, and really, really just, um, find the, the, what we initially had our children for, you know, many of us, we wanted to have our children for this happiness and this peace that we wanted to have and in, in having a building a beautiful family. But a lot of us have been taken away from that focus because we have just struggled with this peace. We don't have anyone to teach us. Like I said, I'm going to be revealing these in pieces over time. And I'm very excited to do that with you today. All right. Good to connect with you guys. I will talk to you in the next one. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We're going to be unveiling how to do all of this bit by bit. And don't forget to obviously uh, follow us. That way you can see all the new things that we're going to have coming up for Ramadan. Inshallah, if you haven't already, get on our book club that is about to start. We're going to do the Muslim mindset. Very excited because we have regular connections. If you are in Thrive, our halakha is this week. I cannot wait. We are building um, a Muslim home, an Islamic home in preparation for Ramadan, putting everything in place so excited to continue to connect with all of you also for you thrivers uh, the women who are on our um, exclusive global community we have a big surprise we are having a halal facelift <laughs> in the uh, side of thrive and we are creating personal pathways for you to learn how to have better personal growth um, build your self-confidence all that good stuff how a better relationships better health and well-being very excited for so many changes that are coming down the pipeline look out for those emails um, and make sure that you check that you have read them and see what's going on new and cannot wait to connect with you in our new mentorship program our quran and fasting buddies that we're going to be putting together for ramadan it is going to be so good all right i will see you guys in the next podcast alaikum alaykum rahmatullahi wa